back when I first arrived here at St. Martin's in January, I found that sometimes if I were standing on the property after dark, maybe in the parking lot talking to someone, that I periodically would notice that there would be this flash of light, as if there was a bolt of lightning. But I didn't know why, because there weren't any storm clouds. And this just would periodically happen after dark. And then eventually I figured it out. It's the speed camera. (laughs) The speed camera right out there on 355, which happily takes photos of any cars traveling south too much faster than 30 miles an hour. And the effect is rather like lightning. That just immediately, for just a moment, turns night into day, and then back to night again. And of course, this is the sort of effect that light can have in darkness. On the one hand, there's the effect of the flash of light, whether it be actual lightning or our speed camera, or whether it be something else, a steadier, softer glow, such as of the flame of a candle, or the larger collection of flame of a fire. Indeed, the glow that that fire might cast on the faces of those around it, including the face of a newborn baby shining forth in the night. Such is the effect of light surprisingly present in darkness. And we notice that so many of the events we think of when we think of that first Christmas are events that happen in the night. And yet we notice that these people that we hear about are just going about their ordinary, everyday business. So there are the shepherds who were out on the dry, rocky hills near Bethlehem that night, like they were every night, watching their sheep again, clustered around their fire, talking quietly, on the watch in case any predators came, and of course they probably wouldn't, but, you know, just in case they did, there the shepherds were watching to make sure that their sheep stayed protected. Just doing their everyday job. And then there was the Virgin Mary and St. Joseph, who were there in Bethlehem just because of the government census, a combination of bureaucratic silliness and military power, with no room for reasonableness, such that even a woman nine months pregnant had to make that bumpy journey from Bethlehem, from, from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And of course, when they got there, there wasn't even room for them in the end. For them, for the shepherds, it was just one more night in the Roman Empire. And then came the light. And then that unexpected light shone forth in the darkness. For the shepherds, it came in the form of the angel. Of all the creatures they were watching for, the angel was not the one that they expected. And the angel declared to them good news. Good news, glad tidings of great joy. That today was born for them in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ and Lord. What amazing news to light up that night. 
Because this was the Messiah that they'd been waiting for. This was freedom. This was a real change. This was a cause for amazing joy. Not what they expected that night. But there it was, shining out in the middle of the darkness. So, let us go with those shepherds, following the direction of the angel. Let us go into Bethlehem and let us find this manger of whom they were told. And so as we approach that glow representing here in this corner, that glow with the cluster of people and animals, what is it that we see? We see on one level the simple beauty of the person's present, the newborn baby, the gladness of the beautiful young mother, the joy and watchfulness of the young father. So simple, so beautiful, so right. And it appeals to us in a very tender way. And yet, that is one level, but it is not the only level. For on another level, we understand who we are looking at here. For this newborn baby is Jesus Christ. This newborn baby is the only begotten Son of the Father, eternal begotten from all ages. Now, we've been taken on our human nature, born of the Virgin Mary, in time according to the flesh. And thus it is that in this moment there is a shift in which darkness begins to turn to light. Not only in the natural way from this time of year, as happens in December every year, but indeed in the sweep of cosmic history. This is where the darkness begins to decline. This is where the light begins to grow. But what a strange contrast. For we heard Isaiah's prophecy in the words of battle. As he spoke of a yoke, or a pole, or a rod being smashed, or a cloak, or boots of battle being burned. This happens with a baby. The newborn baby Jesus will wage this battle. After all, like any newborn baby, he seems so helpless. Not like he's about to take up arms. He seems so tender, so cute, so weak. And what he clearly wants from us is to be held, to be warmed, to be fed, to be cleaned, to be cared for. This is what he asks for us by his cries and by his very self. He asks for us to take him up, to love him, to care for him. And remarkably, thus is that battle waged. For this battle is no ordinary battle, but is a battle that takes place within each of our hearts. 
It is a battle that seeks to win us. And so in fact, it is not an accident, but is sheer brilliance. That this battle should be waged by a baby. But this battle will seek to win us back from that first lie of the serpent that we do not have a loving Heavenly Father. And this battle will seek to win us back from that sin that we fell into with Adam and Eve. will seek to win us back from fear and lies, from accusations and selfishness, from violence and cynicism. For this battle will seek to win us back as the baby Lord Jesus will draw love out of our hearts by asking for it from us. We'll put faith and trust in our hearts again by believing and trusting in us. And so it is that our Lord very intentionally comes as a baby asking us to take him in, in our arms. It calls to mind a recent song written as if sung by the Virgin Mary in which she sings. All this time we've waited for the promise. All this time you've waited for my arms. Did you wrap yourself inside the unexpected so we might know that love would go that far? Be born in me. Thus does our Savior appear. Thus is the battle waged. Thus does our salvation grow. May this beauty of this night touch our hearts. May we allow ourselves to be drawn by the mother, by the father, and most of all, by the child Jesus. So that what he seeks to bring about in our hearts may indeed happen. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in gloom, a light has shone. For a child is born to us. A son is given us. Be born in me.